I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack. Thank you for joining. Happy 2022. I know this is uh, not the first episode of 2022, but we're still in January. A lot of things have happened this month um, around the world. The narratives are shifting. Truth is coming. Freedom is on its way. And for many who have listened to the mainstream narrative, the the media, the lying media. And how do we know it's a lie? Because it's kept us enslaved to a system that does not give us anything, but takes from us everything. Truth makes us free. Because we have not been free, it's because we have not listened to the truth as a whole, as a collective. But we are waking up from that. The systems are falling. The UK just banned all mass mandates, vaccine passports, Czech Republic just. Um, stopped all vaccine mandates. Uh, Starbucks just rescinded. There is a lot of uh, rescinded their vaccine mandate. Um, People are waking up to truth. And Joe Rogan is single-handedly distributing more truth with Dr. Robert Malone and Peter McCullough um, than all the mainstream media combined. And so good things are happening and about to happen. However, like I've talked about um, prior, make sure you have food, you have supplies, do not rely on the supply chain. If you've gone to a grocery store, if you've seen online, in fact, more than just grocery stores, the housing market, we talked to, my wife and I talked to um, a lady that was selling brand new homes. She said that she can't even get microwaves right now. They're selling these homes without built-in microwaves because of the supply chain. There's a lot of bizarre things happening and about to happen. However, all things are happening for the good. So I want to say that, remind you um, to be prepared, but also stay in that place of surrender. So before I get into the podcast, what I want to talk about today, I want to thank Jamie Vezina um, for sponsoring uh, the show. And uh, so I want to read this ad. Hopefully I don't mess up. I've tried to read this cold every single time and I always mess up, but here we go. Sound Soul Studio is an online yoga and wellness studio where music meets the mat to align your mind, body, and soul with the power of movement. The goal of Sound Soul Studio is to offer fun and engaging classes that fit into the nooks, crannies, and budgets of our lives. Yoga infusion classes utilize dynamic movement to build strength and flexibility. Dynamic movement is at the core of everything that they do at Sound Soul Studio. Their yoga classes are great for beginners and experienced yogis alike. Our classes feature, their classes feature creative movement set to music for a unique experience compared to your traditional classes. Need a moment to unwind? Sit down and relax with one of the quick meditations to find balance throughout the day. Take time for yourself and start your free seven-day trial and just for $9 per month when your trial ends. Use code GOLDEN, G-O-L-D-E-N, for 30% off your first month. Head to soundsoulstudio.com 
and subscribe today. So everyone, please go support her. She is such a, a blessing to me to support and sponsor the podcast. So please go and check that out at soundsoulstudio.com. All right. So today, what I want to talk about is dogma, doctrines, and denominations. I think this is really important to talk about. I have had really kind messages of people who have um, had an awakening in 2020, 2021, that people are waking up. They're seeing that um, Christianity is in the forms of it, the form of it that has historically been um, presented to the world are breaking or crumbling. And also the new age spiritual world has is so many cracks and holes in it. It just seems like if there's a camp to jump into, it does, it just doesn't resonate with so many people and people are looking for truth. People are looking for freedom, for love, for God. So what do we do? Where do we go? How do we know God? Really? (laughs) I think that's the question. How do we know God? And then secondly, I would ask each of us is how can God know us? When I used to do, I have, <laughs> I wish people could see all the things I've done. It's kind of funny sometimes. I've had multiple lives, uh, it seems like, in a very short time. But when I used to do street ministries, it was a preacher, ran my own ministry called Roll Call Ministries, and I'd go down to the homeless. Uh, when I was in San Antonio, Texas, as a reporter, I'd go every single week by myself. People would ask, what church are you with? I'm like, I'm not with the church. I'm just down here. Um And I would go every single week, every single Tuesday. And I would bring a buddy with me, uh, James, if you're listening, uh, he was the main TV anchor at the station I was at. I was a reporter and uh, we would go down and we'd minister to these homeless people. And I would do that in Seattle when I came back to Seattle. But I would ask every single person I talked to this one question. And I never, no matter who I talked to or what background they had, whether they were trying to get rid of me or honestly telling me the truth. I never had someone tell me no. And this was the question I asked. They're like, Hey, excuse me. I was like, do you know God? And everybody like, yeah, I know God. They would keep walking. I was like, cool, cool. Let me ask you another question. Hey, real quick. Does God know you? That simple (laughs) question pivoted the entire energy of the rest of the conversation. Do you know God? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know God. Cool. Does God know you? This, this question, this very simple question, which leads to a dynamic and vast answer, precedes religion, precedes doctrine, denominational doctrines, dogma, um, precedes religion, it precedes written texts, precedes uh, forms of worship, precedes uh, Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism. You see, the answer always precedes. The truth always precedes all forms. All forms come from the truth, the origin. It's like every religious um, founder, like Jesus, 
broke away from that norm. Um, even Muhammad broke away from his norm. Even Buddha broke away from his norm. Sit, all these people that we ascribe as the founders of a form always broke away from a previous form. Well, all forms come from the truth. The question is, does God know you? Can God know you? And then from there, can we know God? And what is happening right now is all the forms of fear. And let's just talk about all the forms of fear. In cults, let's just say in cults, everyone I think would say a cult is not healthy. <laughs> let's just use that spectrum. A cult is not healthy for people to be in. Why? Because it, some say brainwash, but that's not really what that I don't even like the term brainwash because I would love my brain washed <laughs> from all things that are not healthy for me. That's not the correct term. In fact, brainwashing implies cleanliness at the end of that. And that's not what that term actually is meant when it's said. So what is the actual issue? It is that it limits the ability. Well, it, it limits expansion, but it also limits the ability to explore the known reality in the now moment, the universe, universe, one written form. Universe is the word, the logos. And in that is created all the vastness, all possibilities, all realms, all timelines and dimensions all wrapped within the uni one oneness verse, the word. So a cult, we would all say, I think that, or I'm just going to say is not healthy for humanity because it constricts our ability to explore our reality. And cults use fear for people who submit to that doctrine or denominational doctrine of dogma, that if you read, hear, experience, explore content that is not aligned or blessed by the cult, you are either kicked out or a great punishment will be ascribed to you. So cults use fear to keep people in control. You see, hear, hear all the words, hear the sounds, cult control, um, compliance, all sound is all words or sounds, all sounds are vibrations, all vibrations create creation, birth, beginning, blast, beautiful, baby, cat, compliance, creation. I mean, you can, you go start playing with these words and you get the, this experience from the words. Okay. So fear is used by cults. And every single one of us would say that a cult is not healthy. I think that's what we would all say. However, let's look what else uses fear to keep people from exploring the universe, the known universe realities of all timelines and dimensions. Let's look at another model. Christianity. Does Christianity use fear? I would say yes. Fear of what? 
being kicked out, maybe of the actual church itself, the, the body of believers, the ecclesia of that local gathering, you'll be kicked out. If you ask questions and start um, questioning, not what they are teaching, just but you bring questions of like, hey, what is the answer to this? Or have we thought of this? People will immediately call you either out or corral you back in and either dismiss it, give you some platitude or blanket statement, and it will leave you feeling unsettled. Or you can get kicked out, excommunicated, or the ultimate one. And let's just say this is the ultimate one. You will go to where? Hell, everyone knows that if you don't believe what we believe, the narrative is you will go to hell. And then it's masked on. I don't want you to go to hell. I want you to go to heaven. You're like, yeah, heaven sounds great. It's like, don't you want to go to heaven? You don't want to go to hell. Hell is horrible place, burning for uh, infinity, eternally just tormented. And you're going to be destroyed forever, but you'll never die, but you will be dead and you're going to burn. It's like, that's crazy. No, who wants to go there? No, I don't want to go there. Don't you want to go to heaven? Yeah, I want to go to heaven. Okay, so this is what you need to believe. Boom, boom, boom. Believe these things. And yet, if you don't believe these things, be careful because you might go to hell. Now, I know I'm generalizing, um, of course, but that is the basic. Let's, let's be honest. That's the game. Those are the rules of the game in that world. Um, it's the same with Mormonism, same with Jehovah Witness, it's the same with Catholicism, it's the same with every form of Christian, either offshoot, mainstream, or um, I guess those are it, mainstream or offshoots, forms of Christianity. So it's using fear. So we know cults who use fear, that's not healthy. But now we have this religious world which uses fear, and that is not healthy. Okay, they're the same thing. Now let's look at the secular world, science. Science uses fear that if you don't comply, if you don't agree to what we believe and ascribe as the quote unquote truth, if you don't believe the science, trust the science, the science that we say is the science. If you dare to explore outside that realm, just like in Christian world, they will either call you out or corral you back in. But the minute they deem you a heretic, you are out, ostracized, excommunicated. Now, what is the fear that they use? The fear that they use is that you aren't really a loving person. You aren't really who you think you are or say you are. If you do not do the things that we do, if, we, if you do not submit and act and behave and accept the things that we accept, you are not who you think you are. You say you're a loving person and you don't take the vaccine. You are not a loving person. You say you're a loving person and refuse to wear a mask. You are not a loving person. So people who then are in fear go, oh, geez, I want to be a loving person. I guess I got to fit into this. But it's the same thing. I want to go to heaven. So I guess I got to submit in this stuff. Or in the cold, I want to ascend into the you know infinite realm of whatever. I better submit to this stuff. But all the forms are the exact same. It doesn't matter what words are used. The form, the formula is the same. It uses fear to keep compliance. And in compliance, we are controlled. And people who are controlled are not sovereign beings, are not free beings. 
they are slaves. Now let's look at the actual teaching of Jesus. Jesus said, whom the son sets free is free indeed. Not indeed, like in vernacular, people will say indeed, like I agree, indeed. No, in, in, deed. What is a deed? Deed's a contract. A deed is also an act acting out like your deed. Have you done good deeds? Are you doing things? That's the contract that is in the contract who the son has set free is free in contract. Meaning that contract cannot be broken. God's not going to break the contract because you were born free. In fact, I was talking to a friend last night. We were actually already saved. (laughs) It is those of us who through all our journey, and I believe we chose the journey, go through all the experiences of all these different forms, science, secularism, Christianity, Judaism, Buddhism, Hinduism, Islam, it doesn't matter the forms of religion, they're all the same, they always use fear and group think, or these cults. Um, We explore, we get to explore all these different routes. But at the end of the day, the truth is we come back to our very origin and like, I have experienced it all. I surrender it all. God, do you know me? Do you exist before all these forms? Did you exist if every building was destroyed, every church and religion and mosque and temple and synagogue was wiped off the face of the earth? What is left? Us standing in the sun, acknowledging our presence and experiencing that which is greater than us. And we would have a choice. The choice is to open up to it, surrender to it, and be in it, live in it, walk in it, or reject it, hide from it. It doesn't matter if you add all the forms and functions later, religion and the right words and these songs and worship and form. None of that matters. If you don't understand that before all that existed was the word. What is the word? The word is love. What I said last night, you know, John 3, 16, for God so loved the, what, you and I? Yes, but not in primary function. God loved the world. Everything that was created from him, both what we deem as evil and good, God loved. And because God loved, God gave because Hebrew word for love is a hava and a hava means to give. So God who is love always gives. And he is looking for those who are vulnerable and courageous enough to receive. And then the irony is, or the juxtaposition is those who receive the love of God actually give back to God the greatest gift you could give. And God receives that love that we receive from him and give back to him. Do you see the greatest act of love we can give one another is to receive another person's love. So God is always ever present from before time existed, always giving everything because God is love. God so loved the world that he gave even of himself through his son, gave everything. Whosoever believeth 
in, not by thought, not here are the words. And do you believe these words? And I'm going to write these words on a piece of paper and these piece, this piece of paper holds the truth. No, that's not what believing is in. Whosoever, meaning all of humanity, be leaveth, be liveth, be in him. Well, who is him? What is him? Him is the answer to the question, does God know you? Does God know me? Because we can say, well, I know God, but it's impossible to know God. God is greater, more infinite, all things. I mean, our minds cannot conceive of it. However, what we can experience of God is to open up and receive the love of God. So then would we know God? Yes, by proxy of God first knowing us. And that's where the Bible says we love him because he first loved us. All this wraps back to the very origin of our being, our existence, the truth, which makes us free. No coercion, no control, no manipulation, no corralling, no calling, just free. Now, what do we do with that freedom? Do we serve others? Are we in service to others? Do we bless others? Do we love others? Or are we in service to self and take from others and use others? That's up to each and every one of us. But when we are free, we are free. And there are no limitations in freedom because then that wouldn't be free. Free is free. That's why who the sun sets free is free in contract cannot be broken. And we are waking up to freedom. We're waking up to sovereignty. We are waking up to the infinite unconditional love that exists from the very essence of time, space, and matter. It is what is. There is nothing else but love. And love is not a feeling. Love is a law. And all the law of love gives so that we can wake up and receive. Which is why all the abuse, trauma, terror, lies, trafficking, all these exist because we, which are created in the image of God, creators ourselves. if we are wounded in our receiving, we cannot give the source of what we're here to create, which is more love, more light. So they wound, they, they do all these things. They being those who decide to serve the dark force, which pulls humanity down the current for us all to wake up like, like Sam and jumping out of the river, um, waking up out of this current to heal our trauma, to face our fears, to break away from denominational doctrines of devils and stand in our own sovereignty, in the own light to say, I am going to stand and have the courage to receive love again. And this message goes for every man, woman, and child. This message goes for those tough, macho guys. I get it. This message goes for the women who have gone through this. The mess, this message is for everyone. And then I want to wrap it back to, some may have the question, what about heaven and what about hell? 
hell, the goddess of hell, which existed before the English word of hell was ever written. So the English word of hell, H-E-L-L, follows or um, comes after H-E-L, the goddess of the underworld, the daughter of Poseidon. She was a Greek god, and they threatened that you would go to hell, you would belong to hell, H-E-L, and she would torment. However, hell, as what is taught of everlasting fire, Jesus does say that many will come in that day and say, Lord, Lord. And he says, depart from me. I never knew you. Why? Because they never opened up and received him. They just kept looking and believing the forms, functions, doctrines, denominational dogmas. And they say, but Lord, didn't we cast out devils, prophesy in thy name, heal the sick? Yeah, you did. Depart from me. I never knew you. Into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Now, what is the everlasting fire? Who is the everlasting fire? And is the devil and the angels that followed Satan, do they have greater power outside the most high God's will? No. So does anything operate outside the sovereign will of God? No. That means that God is that consuming fire. It says in the book of Hebrews that our God is a consuming fire. So the everlasting fire is God himself bringing back his creation back into himself, purifying in the most pure sense of light. So those, he says, depart from me into everlasting fire, prepare for the devil and its angels doesn't mean that they will be in everlasting fire. It means that the everlasting fire is there prepared to purify, cleanse, and reform. It's just like gold and silver tried in fire. It's not that dross is evil. It's that you send those gold and silver into the fire to purify it, to bring out that beauty and the pureness of it. So beings who did their job and served in evil aspects will be brought back to God. And then we'll have a new journey, a new origin. Who knows how that's going to look? No one can ever say that they know. I don't. But I do know what the Bible says very specifically is not what the doctrine of heaven and hell has taught. So there's nothing to fear because fear is a liar. And the Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of sound mind. Power, love, sound mind. Fear is a liar. Lies are of the devil. Devil is D-E-V-I-L, which is the inverse of L-I-V-E-D. So if you're in fear, you cannot live. If you're in fear, you operate from the devil's doctrine of denominational dogma. But when you are in love, power, love, and of sound mind, you are free. And in that freedom, no one can ever coerce you into, well, uh, you just say blessings upon blessings upon blessings to you. I'm not going to bow the knee, bend the knee, break this knee. I'm not giving an inch because I am free. And because I am free, I only submit my will to the most high God. And when we do that, 
No one else has our will. No one else can break our will. No one else can cross our will. And this is what the world is about to wake up to. What I'm sharing with you on this uh, almost end of January of 2022, the world is about to wake up. Media is going to fall. Religion is going to fall. Science is going to fall. Institutions are going to fall. The truth will not fall. The lies are falling. And these institutions propped up on lies control doctrines, denominations, and dogmas, whether it's in the secular world or the religious world, are going, are falling. Okay. What will be left is truth, freedom, beauty, and goodness. And the world collectively, people, humanity are about to enter a huge healing period, huge healing period. And those who have built their careers in these forms will have the great opportunity to humble themselves and surrender everything and be in presence of the presence. And that is our presence. So this is the message I want to share today. I hope this blesses you on your journey. Truth, beauty, goodness, freedom, love, light. These words are not meaningless. These words hold the keys for us to remember that it they exist before anything was built, created, or spoken of to believe, submit to. They exist, and you exist, and in alignment and relationship to all that. That is where we find our sovereign freedom. God bless you all. I'm Lucas Mack. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, I ask you to like, subscribe to this channel, help get this word out, share this message. For many are in a place of needing to hear this message. If you're listening on any podcast platform, I ask you to like and and, uh, write a review. It helps trying to break the matrix algorithms. So whatever you can do, I appreciate it. And I also want to remind everyone, please go to sound soul studio and go support Jamie Vezina and everyone, dear brothers, sisters, I bless you all. I love you all. I'm Lucas Mack and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you brothers and sisters for listening for support in your journey. Go to my website, lucasmack.com.